Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world. And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynn Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's, it's the, the free game. Free game. With your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's part. It's the pregame. Welcome in to the pregame show here on the Black College Sports Network. A very special day as our Jackson State men's and women's team, they close out the 2021-2022 regular season uh, with a game today against Mississippi Valley State. It's Charles Bishop. Neely, I tell you what, brother, the Ides of March are upon us. Getting ready for tournament time, man. (laughs) You you have been waiting since December to say that. You you just asked this. Julius Caesar. Julius had, Caesar. You've been having them in your back pocket. Waiting to pull it out. Just waiting to pull it out. But like like yes. a big like the big joke. Yeah, man, it's March. And uh, you know, ad nauseum, another Chuck Bishop catchphrase. <laughs> we have talked about the three seasons in college basketball, non-conference in December, conference play January and February. And then going to that tournament in March, and now it is officially March, and we are here at the AAC for the final regular season home game for the Lady Tigers and Tigers. Uh, no doubt about it, and final regular season home game. It's also Senior Day. We've got a lot of special seniors that will be recognized today. Uh, we'll start with the women's game. Uh, I mean, you take a look, Deja Rogan, Amisha Williams, Holiday, Miracle Sims, Jariah Covington. Uh, these young ladies have brought everything to us this past season. Very special day. They play such tremendous basketball for Jackson State University. Yeah, you know, you look at uh, Rogan and Williams Holiday, or Misha, as we call her, the G-O-A-T, the GOAT, uh, in two and a half seasons, they have officially joined the 1,000-point club in Lady Tigers history. So uh, something that has taken a lot of players three and four seasons, even five seasons to do, they did in two and a half seasons. So uh, there'd be a special recognition that they got the other night with their official thousand point game balls. And tonight is senior night for them as well. So going to get some tributes there, but you know, you look at the, the four players that coach Reed is losing because of their senior status. But then you look down at that bench and you see six freshmen, you know, a couple of them being dandy dozens sitting. Uh, it's like a Gatling gun. Just keep, just keep cranking. Just keep cranking. Keep cranking. Keep cranking. <laughs> not uh, only oh no go ahead not only is it senior day but uh, of course the announcement uh, of coach Wayne Brent uh, is retiring uh, from Jackson State and I tell you what Neely uh, when you take a look at the tapestry of Jackson basketball uh, coach Wayne Brent's name is definitely going to be uh, woven into that Jackson basketball tapestry uh, it is it, it has been a tremendous career for coach Wayne Brent not so fast, my friend. Not just the tapestry of Jackson basketball, but Mississippi basketball. Um, yes, sir. You, 
his indelible fingerprints and that grip mark that he has had on developing athletes from the high school level to the collegiate level. Uh, you think about his career, Provine and Callaway at Piney Woods, his assistant coaching job uh, up there at Ole Miss. And for the past nine years, head coach here at the I love Jackson State University, 1400 Lynch Street. Uh, the guy is right up there in the pantheon of Mississippi great coaches. You know, you think Osmond Jordan, you think uh, 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 Lafayette Stribling, you think uh, Coach Billups over Lanier, who's now with Tougaloo. Uh, and, and even his off-season program, you know, now you see AAU ball and travel league everywhere, and they were doing the above-the-rim league uh, here in Jackson and developing players uh, across the summer. Coach Wayne Brent has made a true mark in history in Mississippi basketball. And when you look back on it, Chuck, not only did his players, you know, go on to have successful even NBA careers, you never heard of them being in trouble in the community. You know, you never heard about any off-the-court incidents. Uh, truly a father figure in many, many lives, not just here at Jackson State University in this nine years, but in his total 33 years of coaching basketball in Mississippi history. And tonight is his final game at home regular season final game for Jackson State University. So, uh, you know, he, he kept it under wraps that he was retiring because he didn't want to take the focus uh, away from the players this season. Uh, but it is official. Wayne Brent uh, is retiring at the end of this season. Uh, and so the Tigers next year will have a new head coach. No doubt. And when you talk about it, and I think you touched on it, uh, Definitely a name that will be etched in Mississippi basketball history, and and it's and we'll get into the uh, the gameplay today. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about this real quick. Uh, when you take a look at uh, Mississippi basketball, especially being within this footprint of the football South, uh, Mississippi. I mean, <laughs> from a basketball standpoint is one of the top states in terms of producing talent. I mean, when you just take Jackson alone, we go back to the the, the Lanier uh, basketball team that won a national championship, Lancaster Gordon, the Norris brothers at Jim Hill, uh, Harry Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, my first memories uh, are Novin Hamilton, Steve Galloway. Then we get into the 90s, uh, you know, with uh, Coach Jordan, Othello Harrington, and those guys. Mississippi basketball is tremendous. And for Coach Brent to be a part of that, I mean, it speaks volumes in terms of his legacy uh, that he has brought to Jackson State University. Yeah, man, key names being dropped there. You look at, like you said, Mississippi State uh, with less than 3 million people. Uh, but the mark that we have been able to put on basketball, not just here in this state, but shipped it abroad, literally around the world with international players and NBA players and power fire players. You, know, you talk about Othello uh, in the pipeline that we had to Georgetown, you know, in the Hoyas up there coming from Jackson. Uh, you look at all the great players that have come from this and how many of those players that Wayne Brent directly touched and coached or part of the coaching tree that he was a part of. You know, you mentioned those West Jackson names, uh, you know, coming out of out of Jim Hill and, and Lanier uh, back when Thomas Billups was running. Uh, you know, three teams on one roster. He could just go five, five, five and come at you. Yes, uh, indeed. Over at Murr and all that they produce. And I'm telling you, man, you know, a lot of people look at the ups and downs of the nine-year career that Wayne Brent had here at Jackson State. But it does not serve as a blemish in any regard uh, to what he was able to produce and do for basketball in Jackson, in Mississippi, and there by the world. A lot of great players uh, have had his uh, fingerprints on them and molded their careers. No doubt about it. Uh, we'll shift gears now back to uh, the women's side of the ball. They are coming off of a great comeback win against uh, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, a very game 
uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff team that we will be seeing uh, in the first round, uh, if you will, uh, in the tournament next week. But I tell you what, uh, tremendous composure down the stretch. This Jackson State women's basketball team, they've been tested in every manner. You had an opportunity to talk with Coach Tamika Reed in terms of that championship medal uh, that this team has now shown. Yeah, you know, we spent some time with uh, Coach Reed post-game after uh, this past Thursday night with the U- victory of UAPB. And, and Chuck, you know, you and Rob J covered the live broadcast. I almost feel like uh, the college game day experience to say, hey, you're calling tonight's game, so I know you don't have a pick. So once again, <laughs> out there calling, you know, tonight's game. So everybody be sure when the pregame show goes dark to go over to the Jackson State Sports Network uh, where you can watch this senior night unfold with the Lady Tigers and Tigers and Chuck Bishop and Rob Jay on that call. But we did spend some time with Coach Reed uh, talking with her after that game Thursday. And, you know, during the game, Chuck, you and I talked at halftime on the Tiger Sports Network about what it was going to take to get back in that game because this was the first time this season that the Lady Tigers, it was the second time they were down in just the first quarter, but the only time that they were down in the first and second quarter. When mm. Misha came from that foul trouble, asserted that dominance in the second half, Deja Rogan did the same thing able to fight back and get away to Victor, but someone will have to face. But we broke it down in two parts, and Roy, we can go ahead, go ahead and pull up part one of our talk with Coach Shamika Reed after last Thursday's game against UAPB. Phenomenal. It almost feels like I'm dreaming, you know, um, to have such great success early, back to back to back. Um, I don't take it for granted. You know, it's not something that's done easily. Um, it's a lot of work put behind it, you know, and, and I'm just thankful for my staff for going out and recruiting great talent. Um, I'm thankful for them developing that talent. And I'm just thankful that every every year we elevate, we elevate the bar and, and we continue to get better. And so I'm just really thankful to be able to win another one. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, nevertheless, UAPB play hard. You know, they do not play like a number eight team. And I told A.D. Robinson when we added the other two teams to the conference, it made the top eight tough teams, you know, whereas the bottom eight would be 0 for whatever. It, uh, UAPB won some, some games. They won some big games. They beat some four, some five, some of the three teams in the conference. And so they are a really good team. And I knew that they were going to come out and play us aggressive. I knew they was going to come out and play tough. I knew they were going to be relentless, and that's what they did. For us, we had to just, you know, try to contain them, keep them from being explosive, keep them from being, you know, able to get downhill to the rim easily. We just had to kind of make some changes, and it started on the defensive end. Um, and so our players finally adjusted and bought into what we need to do defensively, and I think that helped us pull out with the victory. I'm so thankful for our student section. You know, um, I put a charge out for them to come in and, and be vocal and, and, and get here early, and they did just that. Um, A.D. Robinson and his staff got T-shirts for the students. I reached out to our SGA president. She got towels for the students. She They made it a great night. I'm just so thankful. I'm thankful for our students. I'm thankful for our fans, our alumni. You know, I'm just thankful for everybody being not just here in the seats, but cheering, you know, being right there with us. It was a point we couldn't score our first basket, but nobody sat down. They stayed up. They stayed clapping. They kept cheering us on. And I'm just so thankful because we need that to win. And, you know, going into the Valley game, we're going to need it. And going into the tournament, we're going to need the exact same energy. 
tremendous performance from our Jackson State uh, women's basketball team. I tell you what, it was loud in this gymnasium the other night. The student section really turned it on and provided that six-man, if you will, for this Jackson State basketball team. You said it, Charles Bishop, like I said your name right there. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you said it, Charles Bishop. That student section going to need that again tonight. You know, it's placed right behind the visitors' team bench. And as Coach Reed said, uh, you know, she talks about in the next segment, uh, you know, Valley don't pay attention to their record, man. Uh, you know, they, they have lost games, but those games have been by five and less points. And we're on this historic run of being undefeated and could be the first team in, 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 in women's SWAC conference history to go 18 and 0. And so they would love to be 17 and 1, and they were the cause for it. So they're going to they're gonna bring it uh, uh, tonight, Chuck. But I think this Lady Tiger team is focused and ups that challenge in the student section with it being alumni night. Uh, with it being senior night and with it also being banner reveal night. There are new banners hanging in the rafters of the AAC and those are going to be unfurled. I think that's the word. I think furling and unfurling is the word, Chuck. Uh, you know, <laughs> unfurled uh, new banners with uh, the various sports championships to be hanging in the AAC will be taking place tonight as well. Yeah, no doubt. I, I tell you what, uh, it, it was a tremendous uh, uh, atmosphere. I love so much of it. Amisha Williams Holiday, 18.6 rebounds. Maya Crump, 14 points and 10 rebounds. And Deja Woodard off the bench, 12 points, 12 rebounds. Three players in double-doubles. Uh, Coach Reed talked about, you know, at this point in the season, I mean, locking in is, is what it's all about. And they showed championship medal in that game against UAPB. Yeah, they did, man. You know, uh, and, and this next clip, you're going to hear her talk about it. You know, people like those challenges before going in a tournament so you don't get complacent uh, because she's talked before on the pregame show about her concern with the team and our dominance was that everyone else was catching up and we were relaxing in our dominance and be getting complacent and teams were catching up. And that's something that you saw uh, the other night versus UAPB. And interestingly enough, as she pointed out, with us locking down that one seed, them locking down the eight, that is going to be matchup one when the tournament starts next week, Jackson State Lady Tigers versus UAPB. So look for more of the same uh, as far as that intensity. No doubt about it. And as you mentioned, uh, this Mississippi Valley State team, uh, they are a young, scrappy team. They're going to come in and fight, 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 as we always get uh, from a Mississippi Valley State Delta Double team. They are coming off of a victory on the road at Alcorn uh, this past uh, Thursday, 62-47 triumph for the Double S, uh, Michaela Etienne. Uh, for the Devilettes, posted 14 points. It was the seventh straight win of 10 points for the Delta Devils as she drained uh, 42% of her three balls. So she had a tremendous game. That's a name that we're going to have to keep an eye out for today, Michaela Etienne. But I tell you what, uh, senior night uh, for our women's basketball team and our men's basketball team, Amisha Williams Holiday, Deja Rogan, LaMiracle Stems. And Jai Covington spoke with Jai a few minutes ago. Uh, she said she's feeling that about 80, 85 uh, percent. It was good to see her back out on the court the other night, driving to the basketball, putting some pressure on that ankle. Uh, looked like a little nasty ankle injury at Texas Southern, but uh, uh, she came back with a full force and vengeance in that game against UAPB. Yeah, and our depth once again helps players get healthy, but Jai Covington, 85 percent is uh, probably 99% better than the rest of the guards in the swag. And plus, we got some depth there and some rotation that can take some pressure off that ankle. So looking for it uh, uh, to contribute this night as well. Uh, let's go to part two 
of our sit down with Coach Reed post game because you're going to hear her talk about this Valley matchup and also the UAPB rematch potentially going into that tournament. Part two, Coach Reed. You know, they they are losing games by three, losing games by five. They are right there in the games. And so it's going to be really important for us to protect history. That's what we're doing right now. Um, you know, I told our team we've won back-to-back championships. Let's do something that hasn't been done, and that's to have a 18-0 record. That'll be history for the university. That'll be history in the SWAC for women's basketball team to finish 18-0. So that's what we're trying to do right now. Obviously, we know Valley's going to come in and give us a run for our money. They're not going to lay down and give it to us. So we have to be ready to play, locked in, and ready to go. It was. It was good because this will be the team we play first round in the tournament next week. Um, we're number one seed. They're, they, I'm sure they clinched number eight seed. So we'll, be, we'll play them again. And we needed our players to see, you know, it's a tough team. You're going to be on neutral grounds. You got to come in. You got to play through. You got to be smart. You got to be heady. I will say, with the game plan that we had for this game before the game started, we did not execute it. And for me, that gives me, um, you know, that encourages me because I know if we execute the plan, it's not a game. If you make your free throws, it's not a game. We shot 40% from the free throw line, we were 18 for 30. I think that's 40, 40 or 60, 18 for 30 is bad. You know, you make your free throws, it's not even a game. So, you know, we just gotta lock in. We gotta lock in and we gotta be competitive. We gotta be tough. And um, I need the girls to believe. Too often we say, oh, you gotta get a loss so you can finish strong. No, you don't. Look at UConn for three years in a row, they went 72 and 0. Look at Baylor. Two years in a row, Baylor went 18 and 0. Two years in a row, they went 18 and 0 in the conference. Won the conference tournament and went and won the regular season championship and the conference tournament. It can be done. Um, and so I, we just gotta make sure our girls stay locked in. I tell you what, our Jackson State women's basketball team under the tutelage of Coach Tabika Reed. I used the verb the other night. Uh, this team over the past three seasons is, is looking UConnish, man. <laughs> and she threw out those names, UConn and Baylor. Uh, I tell you, this regular season run has been tremendous uh, for our women's basketball team. It has been, man. And you know, back on this uh, this Valley game tonight, uh, you know, and it's juxtaposition against the UAPB, uh, and you mentioned those players to watch tonight. Well, keep in mind, UAPB had a player, number 25, Chuck. You told me her name and I lost it. But Kayla number Walker, 20, yeah. Kayla Walker, number 25, she hit 25 the other night, but her season average coming into that game was just four. So here's a player that went 21 points above their average. Uh, you look at, listen to Coach Reed talking about us knocking down free throws or not knocking them down. And that changes the game. So when I look at this Valley team tonight, I know we have those pivotal players for Valley that do what they do. And I know Valley has only come up short, uh, you know, by a few points. No one is really blowing them out. They're coming off a crucial win against Alcorn, trying to go out on the right tones this season. I want to look for those players that want to make a name for themselves for Valley tonight. You know, just come out and, and just caution to the wind like, hey, we're going against the undefeated team in the swag. I'm shooting tonight. You know, because what do I have to lose? So uh, uh, it's not just about their star players. It's about that entire team effort. And they're trying to come in here and spoil this perfect season for the Lady Tigers. 
Yes, they are. No doubt about it, man. Uh, we pivot now to the men's side tonight. And, and as we mentioned earlier, it is a special night, uh, final re regular season game uh, for Coach Wayne Brent and his stellar career here at Jackson State University. Uh, senior night, uh, Darius Hicks, senior for Jackson State, Chris Freeman, uh, uh, Dylan Taylor, Jonas James, and Darian Wilson are your seniors uh, for our Jackson State men's team. I tell you what. 87 points the other night against UAPB. I think it was our highest scoring output uh, uh, during the course of the season. You talk about putting the ball in the hoop at the right time of the year. This men's team really took it to UAPB the other night. Man, I'm so sick of saying the same thing since December when I tell y'all you got to peak going into March, and the Tigers have done just that. You think about, Chuck, we were on that four-game winning streak. And a missed free throw and a rebound, we lose by one point at all four and half the lead. Uh, we go on that Houston, uh, that Texas two-step, as you coined it, uh, and, and we have a rough time against Texas Southern, but we get a win against Prairie View. Well, tonight, uh, uh, we're at home against Valley, just coming off a win against UAPB here, where we scored the most points this season. I said it before, I said it before, I said it before. March is when you want your team to be peaking because anything can happen when you get into the tournament. Uh, Tigers are in the tournament and peaking at the right time and doing the right things. But tonight is a very special night because it's not just senior night. Uh, when you got uh, Joe Nasty, Jonas James going to be recognized as a senior. Uh, Jay Mack, who can actually come back and, and do another season uh, if he chooses to. Probably going to, you know, if if – if I were him, test and see what the draft market is. And then if you come up a little short uh, uh, without declaring an agent, that kind of thing, you can come back for that for the next season. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But, uh, you know, I think tonight for these players is going to be about Wayne Brent. You know, mm. this is an opportunity to send their coach out with a win against an in-state rival. And it will make the SWAC season record for this year 9-9. Nine and nine. Now, you know, you want it to be 18-0. and 0, but what you want most is 500 or above ball. So the Tigers have a chance tonight to go 99 if these players step up and send Coach Brent out of here with a win. And I think they're going to play with some additional energy and chips on their shoulders uh, and try to get one for the Gipper. Oh, no doubt. Get one for the Gipper. And you talk about a team peaking at the right time of the year. Ken Evans, 24 points. Uh, we know he can get it done from the inside and from the outside. Uh, he's a slasher, if you will. Tremendous game the other night. But peaking at the right time, Javis McKinnis, uh, third straight double-double, 19 points and 14 rebounds. Uh, I tell you what, uh, one through eight in the swag is tremendous parity, and we could see some very interesting things next week in Birmingham. Yeah, you can. Uh, you know, the tough, spot, the tough spot for us, if you look at the way this thing is taking out, and we got to get through this evening before we truly know things. Uh, but the way it's mapping out, we're going to get that eight seed, and Texas Southern is probably going to be the one seed. Uh, and, and there's some matchup dynamics there. They're, they're longer than us and present some challenges. You know, you would like that 7-2 if you were us because that gets you all going, and we know that we can run and match up well with them. But no matter how it goes, Chuck, win tonight, play ball, get in that tournament, who knows what can happen. Maybe Wayne Brink gets, gets a tournament championship on his way out because keep in mind, it was just 12 months ago that the Tigers under Wayne Brent went undefeated in the conference and won the regular season conference championship. The best team does not always win the tournament. You just got to be the best team for that one game. 
the best team does win the conference title because that is a season award. And just one season ago, Wayne Brent put it together and went undefeated in conference and won that championship and got their rings, you know, a couple of weeks ago right here to AAC. Uh, so tonight's going to be interesting. A lot on the line, senior night, unfurling the banners. It's alumni night. Uh, and you have Coach Wayne Brent's last regular season game uh, here at home and the chance to go nine and nine and leave out of here with a 500 record on this final season, uh, which is something I know that he would love to do and love for his seniors to go out with the win as well, because he's going to put the attention on the players, not himself. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned you hit the nail on the head just one season ago, uh, this team went undefeated in the SWAG regular season, uh, SWAG regular season championship. And, and you made such an interesting point the other night we were talking uh, throughout the breadth of his career here at Jackson State. Coach Brent has had a myriad of injuries uh, that has happened to his team, and uh, they were able to put it all together last year, injuries being a storyline on this year's team as uh, one, one of the players that we were really counting on, Gabe Watson, has been uh, really banged up this season. We haven't seen a whole lot of him, but uh, I tell you what, they have fought and scrapped uh, to get to this point where they can uh, even up their uh, conference record tonight. You know, if you look at Gabe and you look at the month of November, there's probably not a swag basketball uh, uh, person who, you know, was knowledgeable of the conference and the other teams who did not believe Gabe could have been swag player of the year. Uh, you know, that's the kind of talent that he brought to the table and injuries just prevented you from seeing it. Uh, if you look over the past nine years of Wayne Brent's career here, uh, there was about a three-year stretch in the middle of his career, the middle of that nine years, where, you know, you had one or two players go down with an injury in the middle of February and they couldn't recover in time uh, for us to right to ship. Uh, you think about that last swing in Houston uh, uh, when we had a crucial turnover in the waning seconds of a game, we're about to win a championship from point guard play. There's a lot of if-thens, woulda-couldas that you may not even be having this conversation tonight, uh, but Wayne Brent has found a way not complaining, uh, has never said, made excuses, never demanded things. Uh, for whatever ADs he served over because he was hired under uh, Fuller was AD uh, when he's hired and got some extensions under AD Robinson uh, because both both uh, regimes, both administrations recognize what he brings to the table basketball wise. Uh, and so history, you know, may not show him with nine consecutive SWAC championships during his play here, his coaching here at Jackson State, excuse me, but history is going to show that he made one hell of a mark on collegiate basketball at Jackson State and basketball in general in Jackson and for the state of Mississippi and thereby the world. So I think tonight, man, the Tigers are going to get some extra grit and effort. Senior night, you know, for the four seniors that are playing, uh, as well as their final conference home game for their head coach. Coach Wayne Brent this week posted something to his personal Facebook page uh, that we can share with you tonight. Uh, just about a five-minute clip on uh, looking back and some reflections. And we're going to sit down with him post-game to wet this well, so look for that in the coming days. Uh, but we can go to Wayne Brent in his own words. I'd like to, to thank God uh, for this opportunity to be able to, to be the head coach at Jackson State for the last nine years. Uh, you know, I'd like to thank uh, Dr. Fuller for giving me a chance nine years ago. And then our uh, administration now, uh, Ashley Robinson and, and, and President Huston for just sticking with me throughout those nine years. Basketball has been really good to my family over the last 34 years. So I'm just excited to be able to, to, to walk on the floor one more time with the guys who, who, who you know, we recruited, uh, to all the assistant coaches that have coached under me. I'm just so proud of them for sticking sticking with this team. But, you know, walking out there on that floor for the last time, uh, being in Jackson, being at Jackson State, uh, 
representative is the city of Jackson, representing Jackson State University. You know, it's a blessing, and I, I definitely won't take it for granted. What message would you send to Brent ahead of his last game as a head coach? Sure. Well, Coach Brent, I pray that God continues to guide you along your journey towards your final game as head coach. And just know that we are all extremely proud of you. And congratulations on a well-deserved retirement. What is your most memorable moment of his coaching career? I have so many, but one of the ones that I remember the most was when they won the championship um, at Callaway in 2012. He actually brought the gold ball to me, so that was one of my favorite, my definitely my favorite memories. Our new men's basketball coach, Coach Wayne Brent. I would only be in your way, so I'll go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And I will always love you. <laughs> I tell you what, it has been a tremendous career for Coach Wayne Brent. They're trying to even up their conference record tonight at nine and nine. Uh, I tell you what, he's going to get a tough, scrappy. Uh, Mississippi Valley State team has been through a little bit of, of upheaval. They gave Alcorn everything they could handle this past Thursday. Terry Collins led the Delta Devils in scoring with 24 points. Uh, yeah, you know, when you said upheaval, I didn't know you were going uh, with record. I thought you were going with Lindsey Hunter, their head coach, being on a, a, an administrative leave, if you will, and, and George Ivory, uh, who played at Valley and was on that Valley team that almost defeated Duke and his coach at UAPB the past couple games has been coaching uh, the Mississippi Valley Devils and George Ivory, no strangers to the AC, will be coaching tonight against his great friend, uh, uh, Wayne Brent. So uh, going to be some uh, interesting handshaking hook there. I know George Ivory, you know, wants to win that game, but I, and I know Wayne Brent wants to win it even better. But uh, Coach Lindsey Hunter, uh, who was uh, a legend here at Jackson State and went on to have a very successful NBA career, uh, will not be on the sideline uh, for the Valley Devils tonight. Uh, George Ivory has stepped in and is head coaching uh, the Valley Devils for the remainder of the season. Uh, but I think records don't mean anything on senior night. Uh, records don't mean anything on alumni night. Records certainly don't mean anything when you have a head coach that has officially announced his retirement. Uh, so I look for intensity, the crowd, the players to be at an all-time high and try to get this 99-500 uh, season for Wayne Brent on his final stint here at Jackson State. Yeah, big night tonight for both the men's and women's team. Uh, final thoughts, uh, taking a look at both games. Hey, final thoughts to quote ABC on game day. You're calling tonight's game, and so you can't make a prediction. I'll take it, Chuck. I say uh, the Lady Tigers are going to be 18-0. and 0. There's going to be some uh, rough patches probably in the early part of that first quarter uh, and because they're going to be thinking about the history and not the game. But Coach Reed will settle them down and – they will get out with a win. I'm also predicting the same for Coach Wayne Brent and the Tigers of Jackson State. Uh, with so much history on the line tonight, 
whether it's a chance to go 18 and 0 for the Lady Tigers and the opportunity to really send out our nine-year head coach with such a rich legacy and history in Mississippi and Jackson basketball with a 9-9 and record in tournament seating. I think both teams, the Tigers and the Lady Tigers, get wins tonight on senior night, on alumni night, and cannot forget those iconic championship banners to be unfurled here at the AAC. A lot of great things going on tonight here in the AAC. Uh, it should be a great one for both our men's and women's team. This is the fourth game in the last eight days, so we'll see how things play out tonight. Uh, what are you referencing over there, player? You know, about <laughs> the wrap, as you can see, students are coming across the parking lot. You see the traffic picking up out there, but it's all right in front of New Hood, a.k.a. Charles Bishop World Headquarters, a.k.a. McAllister Whiteside Women's Dorm. I love setting up right here for the show, Chuck. You know we weren't going to do a pregame show live from the AC. And now that I'm pointing out, y'all see this staircase right here? That is, each one of those stairs has a, a, an autograph of Chuck Bishop going up. You know, it's just historical civil rights markers going up because he's been up and down that building. Oh, boy, what a great place to put a pin in this pregame show. <laughs> I tell you what, man, looking forward to the nice action. Bishop Neely pregame show here on the Black College Sports Network. Hey, man, we will see you from Birmingham as we get ready for the SWAT tournament. It's pregame show. Bishop and Neely will come to you Wednesday from Birmingham, Alabama. Sonic Boom is marching in, Chuck. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here, man. <laughs>